0: Episode 37, January 2015. In this episode, Aftergrim explains file tasks, rules, and directory tasks in RIG, he also talks about file utils and file list modules. What is a file task?
1: File tasks... Um it's interesting because those are actually those are like the fundamental type of task uh, when I, when I think about a build tool, um, because you know like I was saying earlier, when all this got started, it was all about building programs, and so the kind of, the only kind of target that mattered was a file on disk, you know, the compiled program or the the .o file that comes out of a .c file. Uh, so file tasks are how you declare those those kinds of rules, uh, where the you know the rule says in order to you say file book.pdf and that says this is a task that depend that will produce a file on the disk called book.pdf and then you specify here's the list of dependencies you know the the file 1.html file 2.html that are required in order to you know before we can even we can even create that and then you attach an action to it which is the the list of steps in order to take those HTML files and turn them into the book.pdf file.
0: What is a rule and break?
1: Rule is kind of the generalization of that principle. Um, You know, a file file task is a rule for producing a file. Um, And uh, a specific file. Rules rules kind of generalize it. Um, A lot of times you... uh, So let's say... Let's go back to the idea of compiling a C program. Uh, You are going you know again you take you take .c files you compile those into .o files um, and then you put all the .o files together into an executable well past a certain point you're not going to want to keep writing individual file rules for every single .c file let's say you have 100 different .c files you don't want to have to specify for each one you know uh, file foo.c depends uh, or uh, file foo.o depends on file foo.c File bar O depends on file bar etc., C, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You really don't want to do that. Uh, so eventually you want to find a way to, to generalize it. And rules are a way to generalize that. With a rule, you can, you can say things like, uh, in order to generate a dot, a dot O file, run this compile command on a dot C file. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rake can, can use that rule in a general way. And anytime it sees that it needs a dot O file, it'll say, hey, do we have a rule for this? Why, we do have a rule for this. Let's apply that rule, and the rule says, in order to get a .o file, I need a .c file. Well, here's a .c file, so let's go ahead and apply apply the actions associated with the rule and see if it produces a, a .o file.
0: Is it fair to say, to call it something like method missing, like the mm-hmm. rig version of it?
1: Uh, yeah, you could sort of say that, yeah. I could see making that comparison.
0: And in this way, it's like a blueprint for file tasks.
1: Yeah, but the, I guess the biggest difference between between it and method missing is that method missing is sort of um uh, a kind of a, a shotgun approach, you know, it it one method missing in ruby um, accepts any possible uh unknown method whereas mm-hmm. rules you set up patterns uh like I said, you know, you can have a pattern like like .o, you know, the file that ends with .o depends on a file that ends with .c. Um so you can do a bit more pattern matching with rules.
0: What is a directory task?
1: A directory task is really just kind of a, um, a specialization of a, fi- of a file task. Uh, with file tasks, there, there are any, of, any number of different ways that you might need to produce a file. You, know, you might, uh, to produce a .o file, you might be calling a compiler. To produce a .html file, you might be calling a, a markdown processor, uh, and on and on and on. Uh, whereas directories, there's really only one thing you do to create a directory. You call make dir. Mm-hmm. Um, and rake recognizes this, and so it basically gives you a shortcut for directories where you can say directory foo, and that g- gives you um, – that that de- declaration just gives you a rule that says if some other rule needs directory foo, um, then it's okay to go ahead and just create that directory
0: mm-hmm.
1: autom- automatically.
0: Can you talk a little bit about filelist, the module?
1: A filelist is kind of like a a, uh, very specialized Ruby array uh, that's highly specialized for processing lists of files, and they're they're really amazingly powerful. Um, you, You can, you know, it's it's very common in these kinds of build tools to need lists to need to process lists of files. Um, to like find a bunch of files and then go over them one by one, or to pack them all into a command, you know, where you, let's set, go back to the example of the the uh, compiling HTML files into uh, a PDF file. Well, you're going to need to spe- probably going to need to specify all of those HTML files on the command line to the PDF creator, and uh, so file lists give you a great way of clumping a bunch of, uh, file names together. And what's so great about it is you can do neat stuff like you can initialize it with just star.html and it will expand that automatically at the time that the file list is evaluated to, to mean all of the existing.html files, whatever their, their, uh, base name is. Uh, so you can add files to it using various shell globs, um, uh, you can do exclusions, which is a really neat and very useful feature when you're doing this stuff. Because a lot of times you want to do, you know, you you want to say, okay, take star dot whatever, uh, but we don't want to get any backup files in there. We don't want to get any dot git directories in there and stuff like that. And so a, a file list can actually have a set of exclusion rules associated with it, where no matter what you include into it, it'll still reject, uh, you know, like um, spurious, you know, garbage file. Not garbage, but you know. Files that you would never want to be involved in your build, like your .git or your, um, uh, you know, automatic backup files that your editor created and stuff like that. Uh, It makes it very easy to keep clean lists of files. There's a lot more that file lists do. Um, It's it's really hard to sum up. Um, A lot of times with Rake, you're calling commands and you're passing them lists of files, but and you're you're doing that by interpolating the list of files into a string. Well, Ruby arrays, when you interpolate them into something, you know, they they try to Ruby tries to format them as as an array, so this thing with brackets around it and commas in between. Uh, that is not a syntax that's going to be recognized by shell commands. So uh, so file lists changes changes the way file lists change the way that they are formatted when converted to a string to just be spa- a space separated list of file names, which is exactly what most shell commands want to see. Mm-hmm. A lot of little, nice little details
0: like that. What can you use the File Utils module for?
1: So File Utils is actually part of Ruby and um, it's, a, it's a standard library in Ruby that you can require and what it does is it it gives you a bunch of platform independent file operations. So you have things like copy and make directory and link and I think things like uh, changing file ownership and stuff like that—all the standard Unix commands that you would do from the command line—except the Ruby versions are platform independent, so you don't have to. So they uh, they work everywhere. Uh, you don't have to worry about you know a shell command that you encode in one place. Uh, not working on somebody else's machine because it's it's a different OS
0: or something like that. So, when using rake, what is the advantage of using um, this module instead of using Unix commands inside of tasks?
1: Well, the the first advantage is just pla- like I said, that platform independence. Um, they work exactly the same way everywhere. Uh, you don't have to worry. You know, one of the things that you run into is even if you're not going from like Unix to Windows, you can still wind up having issues going from Unix to u- different Unixes having differences in where commands are found or what command line parameters they take. Um so file utils lets you ignore all that stuff because it's all written in, in Ruby and it all goes through the, the Ruby executable instead. And so so they, they work exactly the same place everywhere. Another interesting advantage that they have is that that all the file utils methods also have no-op versions where they can tell you what they're going to do but not actually do it. So they they would, they normally log what they're doing anyway and that's actually another advantage of them, but but there's versions of them that just do the logging and don't actually perform the file operation. And rake is aware of this and so it, one thing that you can do with rake if you make use of all of these these file utils utilities instead of instead of the operating system specific ones is you can pass a command line argument to rake to tell it to do a dry run and it'll show you all of the file operations it would have done uh, but won't actually do them.